0: Welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast, where two nerds talk about the things that they love. My name is Newman. My name is Yusuf, and today we're we have a special podcast for you. And um, we know we haven't been around for a while. Um, lots of stuff been going on, but Yusuf is here in Dublin with me. Yeah, it's the first time we've ever done the podcast in person. Yeah. So. Apologies for any audio quirks. Yeah. If, if it doesn't sound that great and apologize for strange bits of giddiness. Cause even though we're rudders, apparently we can't sit in a room and talk to each other You know, laughing. Yeah. Uh, I, I suffered. Uh, I, I failed a couple of times in the entrance. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, you can't have a look at the space. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. Yeah, That's okay. a normal thing to do. Yeah, it um, be. I don't know. See, usually when we're on it, I'm probably on my phone and drinking water and, not listening to you. I had a feeling that was okay. a good one. Yeah, it's good to see in person. I can stop you from miss, like messing around as, as you're drinking something right now. It's fine, <laughs> you know, as long as there's no horrible mouth sounds. Sure, it's okay. It should be okay. So we were going to do. So this is going to be um, less of a individual kind of episode, uh, individual game podcast because. Um, we were going to do one a while ago but because it's been such a long gap there's a couple of things that we want to talk about just in games and the gaming stuff that we've done we're yeah. going to do as well we're going to do an age of empires 2 uh, episode because it's a game i particularly love and mm-hmm. it's got a really really big kind of feel like globally um but there's a surprising lack of information or I- interesting information about the about the game yeah. out there especially for one that's got be that big so we'll talk about that a little bit but generally it's kind of what we're doing, a new man has been hinting, you know, for weeks <laughs> at some gaming news he wants to tell me, which is he bought some games yeah. and he won't tell me what they are. And they're currently undercover in a bag yeah. in the corner. My bag of tricks. Yes. Do <laughs> um, you want to go through that first before you talk about Age of Empires? I remember do Age of Empires first. Yeah. But like, like you're saying, yeah. I, I, I tried to look up a couple of things. Yeah. Found it very difficult. Yeah. Um, I don't know, is it just because it's a PC game, maybe it has a less kind of a community that maybe adds, you know, lore and all that stuff to it or in history Yeah. Um, and it was a Microsoft game Yeah, it's a Microsoft game, yeah And, yeah. I, and this is, I, was, I wanted to get it Actually, part of the reason that we're in the room where I've got my PC I built mm. Essentially just to get a Steam machine, mm. you know mm. um, Because I wanted to play Empires again yeah. And that's the main reason I built it. So I built it really cheaply and it doesn't really work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I tried to get it on my Mac because I thought you could get it on your Mac, but you can't even nowadays. You can't. Really? Yeah. It's Microsoft. You know, you can if you do like uh, a boot camp thing or whatever, which is you like divide the partition your hard drive into a Windows and half of oh, it. Yeah. But you're, you're just giving up
1: the yeah, know, yeah, space
0: yeah. for, you know, for. For me, if you're just playing the game, you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, But yeah, so it got annoyed, but I couldn't do it. But yeah, I wanted to play it because as I was yeah. researching it, although there was very little information, I just I remember how much I loved this game. It's a classic. And I remember, actually, now that you're saying that about, you know, spinning up your PC, I remember, like, years later when, you know, like, because back in the day when they had, like, PC titles, like, they were built for the hardware at the time. Yeah. And then to play them on future machines, that reason better, you couldn't for some reason, you know, because it was linked to the hardware. Right. And, like, all the LucasArts games and all the like point-to-click games of the past, they had this like virtual machine thing. Oh, right, so remember yes, that? yes, it's called a scum VM, I think it was called. And um, that was like you built a virtual machine and then you log you you'd logged into it and then you uploaded the file Now, all. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, I remember doing that for the first time, thinking I was really like, you know. PC savvy, like, yeah. you know, oh, I'm great, like, you know. <laughs> Essentially opening an application. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I was at work, they had to do that for some program. I think it was like an FX program or something, and like the IT guy was there, and I was like, oh, you uh, you doing a virtual machine there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I had no idea, you know, I was like, I was like yeah, I sure am. I was like, ah. The extent of your knowledge on it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, I was working in, because um, I work in a tech savvy thing where you know there's IT guys there all the time and they build farms and they make everything work and uh, like something's wrong with the machine and I'm like well I I know a little bit about about tech stuff whatever not enough to fix it but I'm at least giving them what I think is the relevant information about like oh look, I was doing this but then that stopped working, but then it worked and I did this or whatever. Yeah. And then you like ask me a question, it's like I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm in over my head. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> to be honest, I'm gonna just upset myself, I keep going. Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna let you you do your thing. Yeah, and I'm gonna sit on my phone. <laughs> That's the way to go. Um yeah. but oh sorry, one quick thing mm-hmm. that we almost forgot about, we're talking about old games. Need to have a, a bit of a note on an earlier episode. Ah, yes, of earthworm gin, earthworm even that was uh, created by Doug Tenable. Yeah. So recently, Mister Tenable on a podcast and some other places on social media has put out some anti-Black Lives Matters things, some Yo. ideas about COVID being fake, Yo. Uh, just some. I mean, I don't know how liable we can be. Allegedly, it's just some things that are were, you know maybe a bit more pro white lives matter or blue lives matter yeah. kind of thing then yeah. so we're distancing ourselves from that knowing that stuff existed when we said it um yeah yeah so we just wanted to make that point of you know if we'd have known about that we would have at least mentioned it during the episode yeah yeah um obviously like you know you have that whole thing of Separating the art from the artist, you know. Yeah. I still think Art Room Jim is a really good creation, but I don't agree with Doug TenEyveld. Yeah, um, yeah. And actually, I heard someone say something recently that kind of—it surprised. It didn't surprise me, but I didn't think about it in the way that they said it because if you remember, some assholes flew White Lives Matter over some uh, match. Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was I was listening to I was um, I was on I was on some forum or something. I think it was a retro gaming forum and someone just kind of posted something and they were saying that you know the opposite of black lives matter isn't white lives matter it's mm. black lives don't matter yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah it's a good so point, like right. it's you know it's 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 outrageous for for that you know the people think oh we're bigging up you know black people and we're not saying anything about white people like you know it's it's not about you you yeah. know what i mean it's yeah. it's about you know what they've gone through like you know and obviously as you know mixed race people ourselves you know mm. we we me would completely disagree with uh, yeah, that yeah but anyway um yeah age of empires 2 i didn't i was looking at it and i could as i said i couldn't find much on it but i do i did like you know recognize and, and realize that they still have a huge like online following yeah like one i think it is the most played still um strategy game online or at least one of them yeah. Um it recently actually had a surge during COVID. Yeah. When people were in lockdown, I people understand. got it out again and started playing it. Yeah. Um, and what I think is quite weird about this is that so this is Age of Empires Two, Age of Kings, and it has a couple of its expansion packs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's the second Age of Empires. There's a third Age of Empires. There's also an Age of Mythology, which is also a brilliant game. Mm. But Age of Empires Two yeah. is still this one. And it came out in ninety nine. Mm. They did a HD version uh 2012 and then they also released like more expansion parts of it I think in like 2016 and 2017 Mm -hmm. again and then like they're doing like they're constantly are still doing this it's so often they turn servers off for a couple of years but there's still this huge community playing this game and over time they've added more uh, countries that you can play as or armies or whatever, civilizations. sorry. Yeah. Uh, more civilizations that you can be um, and the expansion packs, they did ones about like, uh, one, some in Africa and some, some of them in Asia as yeah, well. Yeah, so, yeah. Which is quite yeah. cool. So, because I remember when I played, I, it's where I learned some information about like Joan of Arc. And yeah, that's it. that's a really cool thing. You know, yeah. you learn stuff about history and it is really, you know, in the modern world, you can kind of feel like, you know, divorce and that, you know, history of civilizations, yeah. and, you know, the incredible things they did, and like the different cultures and stuff. So like, it, I always remember playing it back then. I was like, "Oh, this is so cool!" And like, you know, you wanted to play with people with the with the horses or with like, you know, with the best technology. Yeah, and stuff, yeah Like, yeah. you know, I always I always remember what I found really funny as well is that like, you couldn't if you had ships and stuff. Yeah. You were like, you could you could fit ten people or hold on, you could fit ten elephants on. Oh over, yeah. <laughs> but you couldn't fit eleven people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it was, I mean, it was a game that didn't take itself too seriously either. Yeah. yeah. Like, the cheat codes yeah. to it were really yeah. good fun. Like, yeah. how do you turn this thing on with the car, with the... Uh, oh, yeah. Guns on the side I completely it. forgot about that. Uh, yeah, it was really good fun. And I mean, it was so fast. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, shot across the screen. Yeah. There's no one. one why I know, is? I love the monkey head, which gave mm-hmm. you like, this character a moved really quickly and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some mad things, but actually, when they did the updated version, they added more cheats into yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, like, they did yeah. have a good laugh at that yeah. kind of thing. And, of course, the meme of the priests of the, you know, Wollolo. Yeah, 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 that's brilliant. And I used to love, I know the the habit yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the first one, I think. That's the first one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, like, just the kind of different languages that they made up for the people were, mm. were really enjoyable. But, yeah, it was, like, just, I, I do remember sitting down. I mean, it's funny, like, as kids, you'd play a game like that, but, like, we did. Yeah. And it was. um it, it, like you, it's one of those games and I always kind of like in that Sid Meier's kind of series. You know, he does a lot of games like Civilizations, oh, yes. Pirates, whatever, yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Like, you'd sit there and you could play it like for three hours and you think you gonna play for half an hour. Yeah, Like, that is that kind of game, those kind of strategy games of the games around. Like, I, I can't believe the time has gone by that quickly. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you're just focused on, oh, I've got to build a salary, I've got to build this house or oh, someone's attacking me. Like, you know, yeah, they're just yeah. constantly like, increasing and building like you know yeah. the pacing is like because I mean, you kind of said it as well you know of, of how you do things but i guess it's even though you do have to kind of wait for um some things to build and to gather some resources and stuff like that yeah you don't realize the time goes at all and mm. i remember the thing about a lot of pc games um cause, you know we were uh, kind of essentially console gamers mm. is that it covers the clock on the computer so you have no idea how much time you spent playing the game oh that's yeah. right yeah, yeah it's like yeah. Those full screen you're just like it's like oh shit! Yeah. I literally played it for nine hours straight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. But um, yeah, really, really great game. And like as you're saying, I looked up the music a little bit, hmm. um, by Stephen Rippey. Yes, as I told you, I couldn't find any name to rhyme with that, unfortunately. So there's no soundboard actually today. Yeah, sadly, people are. Yeah, so you know, next time we're more prepared. We'll have a specific topic and I hopefully have it. But um some of the stuff that he named his his music was really weird, like the, the titles of his songs. I don't it'd be good if I had them here. I don't yeah. think I do. But um just the names. And to be honest, I wasn't particularly blown away by the music. Um I mean, it, it was good, but it's background music that's meant to play for hours and not kind of get annoyed. Yeah. Okay, so here's the names. These are the names of the songs that I stuck out of that I was gonna include in the episode. One is called Shamburger, Right. Other is called Bass Bag. Okay. Another word, another one, Smells Like Chicken Tastes Like Chicken. Sorry, Smells Like Crickets Tastes Like Chicken. Right, okay, okay. And Subotai Defeats the Knights Templar. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I mean, they didn't take it too, <laughs> too seriously. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hated that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they, were, they were Microsoft here, you know. Yeah. Full <laughs> suits and, you know, glasses and yeah. And he's like, what if I call it Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> Song A. <laughs> um, yeah, but as I've actually remembered this thing um, where we were, I went to, went to this Barcelona with my friends a couple of years ago. We went to Porta Ventura, um, the team park. And it was one of the best days of my life. Really? One, we were all like 25. Yeah. Um, and we went like it was a hot day and it was like a school day. So the place was empty and we just kind of had it on our own. It was so much fun, but we were walking around, and they were just playing that kind of music, and we were all oh. we were all just walking. around going, I feel like I should be collecting wood or something. There's just that kind of feeling. I was like, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just kind of like you know, rhythmic, melodic kind of thing yeah, in like, yeah, the background. And yeah. the thing is, it's just kind of like you're going to walk for like twenty minutes, and yeah. they want to create an atmosphere, but they don't want to make you feel yeah. like it's the same song playing. Yeah, again. yeah, it is. No, it's definitely um, it's fit for purpose. You know, what I mean, for that yeah, kind of a game um but yeah as we said it was just so hard to find but well, i found a very hard use of it as well yeah like we could just you know we could just kind of go through the kind of tactical stuff of it and the way the change to classes and the points and the civilizations it it wasn't going to be really interesting like yeah. you know that stuff sometimes better in a graph or if you watch the video on it or something mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be interesting if we talked about it no. um and there didn't really seem to have many kind of tales and stories in them Trying things, it's just you know, it wasn't going to really work, which is why we were doing this. Uh, we wanted to just say a little bit on it because it's a game that you know we do love, we did play a lot as kids. Um, but we're not enough to kind of you know do a full episode, on. yeah, exactly. Um, so are, right? are, you... <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's been hinting at it for <laughs> weeks. <laughs> well, I, I want to say a couple of things, right. First of all, I have been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes. And it's fantastic. Great. I really have really loved it. Um I kind of stopped playing it. My wife was away for a week with the kids visiting her family. Yeah. So I kind of got took that time to catch up on all the games that we wanted to play. <laughs> and so I got got a fair, a fair bit in it. Um, really love Aloy's personality. Yeah. I know at the start where there's a kid that throws a rock at you and you like, you know, you can decide whether to throw it back at him. just drop it or say something back to him or whatever i think probably uh, the decision i made there affected her personality you know what i mean because it says something like that it will oh yes yes Um. so i i dropped the rock like you know um but just like i don't know this i've never seen a character like her because she's you know she's she's helpful but she's not um I don't know, like, she's just the least kind of intimidating person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But she's also extremely Capable. skillful. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's been a huge amount of fun. Um, Really enjoyed it, like, the dynamic. I had a couple of questions about it, though. I, I What I really enjoyed is, do you know when you went into, like, the, the caverns? Yeah. At the beginning? Yeah. No. Like, uh, cauldrons. Uh, Keep going. Where they're, like... Basically, they're like this: these technological places where these machines are getting built. Yes. And you have to go into each one, and you, every time you beat it, then you get a different override ability for a specific list of creatures. That yeah. You can, and like that was really cool because it was like just such like you know such a so at, at odds with like the, the wild world, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's like almost like you're know, an alien movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, you just, the way you see the things being formulated and then lifts moving through the place and it's all black and there's like pyramids, black yeah. pyramids and stuff. It was really cool. But like the thing that I was wondering is that why are all these a- machines in the form of animals and why are the animals eating grass you know, like, it's, just, I, I, I'm sure it was going to be explained later, but I was kind of like, okay, this, I'm not sure why. I didn't finish this game yeah. as well. Oh, um, and you were there. Well, I wanted to, but I think it was, I think I went away on holiday. Yeah. And I think I was like, I don't know, 30 hours into it or something. Yeah. And you know, you come back to a game and you're just like, wait, what? What do I do? Yeah. Like, yeah. I like, I have no idea how to do it. So I think it was just one of those games that it came at an odd point so I couldn't go back to it. So I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they well, I'll, I'll hopefully find out. Yeah. But I did find it was a bit slow moving. At the start, like I was almost gonna put it down. I right. was like, I'm glad I didn't. But like, you know, it was, it took a while to get into it. Yeah, it, it is a little bit slow moving. I did, but I just think when you go and you start exploring that world, I just think it's beautiful. But like, it I, is. I love that, as I said before, like post-apocalyptic kind of thing mm. of, you see these buildings have fallen apart and the trees have grown over it. And then, you know, when you see that first, uh, I think they're called long necks. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind yeah, yeah. the top of it and they're stuff. Very cool. That's just like, cool. wow, yeah. this is a great mix. It's amazing game. And, um, nice to see a female lead character as well, you know? And, yeah. Um, that's, you know, that's strong and that enjoyable to play as. Um, yeah, well, I was thinking, right. So, yeah. you know, there's some people who have a problem with like a female lead character and stuff like yeah. that. Like, like some of the earliest games, like the first kind of 3D games and stuff like that or whatever, Like. Lara Croft was a, a girl and stuff yeah. like that. No one had a problem with it then, or people yeah. didn't seem to. Yeah, uh, Samus was a girl in um, what do you call it, Metroid. In Metroid and stuff like that, Jill Valentine, yeah, Claire Redfield, yeah, like these, like these are games who be like, oh yeah, these were the first of these kind of things. No one seemed to have a problem. No one's yeah. like, I'm not playing that because yeah. it's a girl. Yeah. It's like it's just like, that's something that kind of came afterwards. Mm. You yeah, know, we're like, oh, why is there girls? Girls were always in it, yeah, and true. they were cool characters. Like like Jill Valentine for me is like one of those uh, like. PlayStation icons, but just mm. a video game thing because it's yeah. one of the first get 3D games I played and stuff like that with like a real person and stuff like that like with like a real name. And yeah. You know what I mean? True. We're like, you know, so just that kind of thing when I think PlayStation I think those days I think playing Resident Evil for the first time and mm. stuff like that. So. Yeah. And like the thing, the thing we actually mentioned that we didn't like Resident Evil 3 and I, The remake. Yeah. The remake. And I traded it in and I got 41 smackers for it I think. Mm. 43, I can't remember it. But anyway, you know one thing that kind of struck me about that game is that Jill Valentine in that game right yeah she's been through Resident Evil 1 already yeah so she's been through all these horrendous terrors and like the when she sees like Nemesis she's like unbelievably terrified I'm like you've done this shit before you've killed everyone like you know you cleared the mansion you killed everything you killed the tyrant yourself but there's nothing like but nemesis is completely different to to tyrant tyrant like moves slowly and stuff like that and whatever whereas nemesis is bigger and sprints and has a flamethrower yeah (laughs) but you're outside so you can get away You're in the first game you're stuck in a mansion full of all these things and you've taken everything down yourself I mean I'd expect to be like yeah no I think it's completely because there's way less also zombies in the first one you know what I mean? There's like a handful of like researchers but in this one there's like huge crowds of them everywhere and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think it's different. I think I think even if you were Pretty, you know, it's like, oh, I know what I'm doing here. I still think if you've Nemesis, you're like, well, this is a different story altogether. <laughs> I guess so. But I just thought, I think there was a bit where he, she was like running over a bridge and she was like ah, screaming and I was like, ah, come on, you're not afraid of him. Yeah, sorry. The bit where he's like a giant dog thing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she's never seen anything like that. <laughs> she's killed him. like Because you know the other thing was, at that point, he'd already been shot with a rocket launcher like three times. Yeah. Whereas that killed Tyrant straight away. He kept on coming. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't that impressed by. It. I'm glad I traded it in. I'm glad I got like a good bit of money back in it. Yeah, which is why you should always buy a physical copy. And you know, I probably wouldn't have sold Final Fantasy VII back anyway, even though I didn't really like it. Would have kept it. But you yeah, know, I, that was the first game I got digitally. But um, yeah, so I'm gonna just kick you off on what I've been doing. Right. right? So I, <laughs> I, I what started? I think you know, I I enjoyed going, uh, going on. So much on the N64. Right, yeah. I was like, well, Mystical Ninja going Mystical on. Mystical yeah. Ninja starting going on. I was like, Oh, I really like these games. And then I was thinking about it, and I thought, and it might have seemed obvious to you and other people, but like, I realized myself that I really like platformers. <laughs> I on the first episode of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I, I, but the thing was, the games that i was playing weren't lining up with what I really enjoy. And I was like, Why don't I start doing that? Yeah. So anyway, I went to a retro game kick.
1: And I'm, I'm shocked. shocked. I've got a
0: bag <laughs> full of tricks here for you. Yeah. Each one going to be more surprising than the last. But anyway, I'll tell you what I did do. All right. Is you point at me. <laughs> <laughs> I went to CEX. Right. What are they called? Are they actually called CX? By whatever they're called. It, it's, I think it is something. I think it's originally Computer Exchange, but they call it sex. They actually do. Didn't they? Call it that the they? They say that. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, yeah. So I went in there and I, you know what? Out. My family were away for a week and I was sitting in the front room and I was tidying up shit and I was like, yeah. this VR thing has to go. Your PlayStation VR. Yeah. So I, I, I just took up so much space. There was like so many wires, so many different modules, so many different things. Like the gun was like, this big. Right. right. Well, that doesn't work for podcasts, but it was very big. He's doing uh, bigger than shoulder to shoulder here. Yeah, well, about that big. It was a huge gun, and then I had the move controls. I was like, all right, I'm going to sell that. So first thing I did was I decided on a weekend I was going to sell it. I went, because I wasn't even playing it. Yeah. You know, I bought all these games. Well, I didn't buy all these games. I bought, like, Farpoint, which is a shooting game. I bought, like, a couple of... Um these are all VR games. All VR games, yeah, right. a couple of games. And I just wasn't playing it. And not only that, you actually get motion sickness from it after a short time. I don't... I've, I've, ne- I've actually never played PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't know why I never got around to ever doing it. But the only version of those things I've ever done, I feel sick straight yeah, away. Exactly. And I can't cope with it. Yeah. Now, I heard a couple of tips, like, you know, that you should put a fan on. Yeah, it grounds your body or something. You know what I mean, but um, uh, but anyway, um, I, apparently the HTC Vive is the only VR headset that doesn't make you feel sick, right? Because it tracks your eye movements. Yeah, and it adjusts in such a way. But that's like thirteen hundred euro or something yeah, like that. I'm yeah. like, no one VR games aren't quality enough to pay something like that. Yeah. 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 And like, I mean, you know, the best games are coming out. They're not coming to VR. You no, know what I mean, exactly. Yeah. And I, I was, I was, you know, I, I when I first played, it, I was like, oh, this is the future. You yeah. know what I mean? Like everything's going to be like, because it's, it's so immersive, but the quality just isn't there. Developers just aren't developing for it. So anyway, I said, this is going to go. So I put on done deal and I asked for, I put up my Farpoint, put up the gun, the move controllers and the two other games. I had the demo disc and the whole set. I put it up for 200 euros. Right, which is reasonable, isn't it? I don't how much it cost, you? I don't know. <laughs> I was I bought it like a year and a half ago, two years, but anyway. And some guy was like, Yeah, I'm interested. Um, uh, can you uh, could you want to meet up? or <laughs> Don't you nod your head at me? No, it's it's not that. It's just I, I hate these websites. I hate it myself because uh, you yeah. know, you're always like, Yeah, sorry, uh, I put this thing up. You know, it's like, Oh, it's brand new, but I, I got another one as a gift, yeah. so it's never used. It was two hundred quid. I'll give it to you. You know, I'll sell it for one hundred fifty just to get rid of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No trades, whatever. And then someone's like, "Give you thirty quid for That's it." That's exactly. Yeah. Happened. <laughs> and then they're just like, "You can get it cheaper on Amazon. Like, then get it there. Why yeah. are you asking me?" Yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry. Please go on. Just no, saying. no, but it's ridiculous. I agree. Sunny, so two hundred, which is extremely reasonable, hmm. right? I said, look at the prices on CEX, and I was like, okay, yeah, right, okay. So this is fair enough. Um, how much really selling it for on CEX? I don't know, but it was probably. I'll tell you now what I got for it Um, so anyway he was like I'll give you uh, I'll come over to you if you give it to me for 180 and I was like no thanks so anyway I didn't and the next day or the next day when CX it was closed (laughs) I'd hold my stuff in the bag oh no anyway so then I went back on Monday and then they had to test it right so then I came back a couple of hours later And I don't know what it is about me in CEX. I always feel edgy. You know, like as if I, I mean, it was my stuff. I bought it. Like, you know what I mean? I'd used it and I didn't want it anymore. But I felt like I was handing in stolen goods or something. (laughs) I went with my daughter and I was like, you know, bring Bring her to it. Exactly. (laughs) If I make (laughs) you more of a reasonable guy who definitely hasn't stolen this, I had no interest in it. And then what happened was that for some reason I had my friend's tag to sell it because he's traded in something and he didn't want a voucher and I thought that I need his to actually spend the voucher so he gave it to me and put up my keys right. and then they said okay thanks Dave and I was like uh, okay I, and I said no seriously that's not my card actually that's my friend's and he's like oh, I've put it in already he didn't care okay yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. so anyway so they tested it I came back and then uh guess how much they offered me trading value I don't know trading value so, yeah. not, so not even cash no I want to trade I'll tell you why <laughs> okay guess I don't know 150 342 euros oh, Jesus I know I couldn't believe it how much it was, was it new I don't know but like I think that for some reason like the aim controller the gun was like 60 euro by itself right I don't know did they stop making them you a if you get a new dual shock they pretty expensive. Yeah, you know what I mean, so, yeah. Yeah, And well, the move price. controllers were like forty one each, and I was like, I, I was like, I think you have that wrong, like you know, because maybe they have got new version, but he took the serial numbers down and everything and put it in. Right. So I was like, oh, all right, fine. Fair enough. So I got three forty, and I, I've been looking online, um, and they sell Super Nintendo games, right? And they sell N sixty four games, right? And they trade them in, like, and um, I I bought and I bought a Super Nintendo, right? With the money in the box. And I have to say, I, I, I kind of feel like a bit of a collector now. <laughs> I, I All right. Well, I appreciate the thing. I, I, I do appreciate the physical thing. Why well, do not you get like an emulator? Because I like to have the physical thing. It reminds me of the past. I don't know what it is. And it's Because you're a grumpy old man and you like know. old stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know. I <laughs> get just, rid of this I, new I, tech. Give me a Super Nintendo. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. Um, and I don't really like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't care about the box particularly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you're not a collector in that sense no yeah, well, I just like to have the game so yeah, I agree anyway so I bought a couple of Super Nintendo games I bought a couple of N64 games with the, with the with the voucher and then I also went on eBay and started buying things but what kicked me off on this was this alright I'm going to be very selective what I put out here so people you know be uh, bear, bear be with him as he has a look through yeah. this obscenely oversized buying yeah. games yeah okay so let me see is this the first one you you say, I bet the uh, I bet the guy who could have got that for two hundred quid was livid. I know because if they were giving you that money for it, you know what I mean. Like I'm sure he checked like CEX and exactly. it, you know, he would have seen how much it cost to buy it. He there. would have made money. He would have went straight there and made one hundred and forty euro for Yeah. It. yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I got this first. Oh, he is showing me the N64 cartridge for Mystical Ninja Two. Yeah, going on, really rare. Yeah, really, really rare. rare. Really rare. I think it cost me a minute. It's a little embarrassing. 50 sterling. You bought this on eBay for 50 quid? Yes. Okay, wow. I, th- I was thinking this is in CEX. Okay, that makes a bit more sense. Yeah. They didn't have that. This is rare. This, this is very rare. rare. It's very Ooh. rare. Yeah, exactly. You should pretend to throw it over. and to drop it. Um, yeah, so I was like, and I played it. And you know what? You were wrong in our podcast is that you thought the second one was like the first one. It's not. What? This is a side-scrolling action game like the original one on the SNES. Ah, no. Yeah, way. it's 2D, but it also, when you're in villages and towns between levels, yeah. it is 3D. Um, right, so right. yeah, so like, but it is level by level, like, and you're going through beating enemies. It is extremely difficult. Right. And like, yeah. I, what happens is, like, you're playing through these levels and at nighttime, it shifts to night. And the enemies are like ten times more difficult. And when I saw a review, I was like, ah, this is a this is a platform again. What are they talking about? It's gonna be simple. And I was like, I kept dying. Oh constantly wow. kept dying. But I so, can not believe it that it was I mean, were, the, this is so rare. There was such little information about yeah, this. Very rare. Wow. And not only that, it's not like I think this is you see, you see the first language here on the top of the back of the card is in English. So it uh, was well, it's a PAL version, a UK version. But I learned a lot about these cartridges and SNES cartridges and how to tell a fake from a real one. as well. Really? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. But anyway, so that started me. And actually, these, were all, these, these are all the games. Now, that's Donkey Kong Country 2. I have it in the box, which is in bits. So this is a SNES.com uh, Country 2. Diddy yeah. Kong's Quest, the one where Diddy and Dixie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look at the back, of my favourite cranky cranky there you are there (laughs) but you know the thing is that like those boxes were not made to last unless you're the biggest nerd and you can tell they're all tattered and like you know this is weird the age rating for this it gives a little tick for every age group it's acceptable for instead of just saying the minimum one Mm -hmm. so it says three to ten is okay 11 to 14 is okay 15 to 17 is okay and 18 plus is okay yeah What's the point of that? What do you mean? Just all ages? Just say it's fine from three True. upwards. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know what's going on. 11 to 14 year olds won't get on with it. Yeah. But, uh, 15, 17. Yeah. Maybe it's a legal thing that they have to, you know, go through each age. Now, I don't know why I bought this game. Right. I regret it. Right. You yeah, man, this is <laughs> going to be terrible. So you handed me. I've never seen this before. It's Mr. Nuts. Mr. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, you now, I, I, I have to say, I only played it for 10 minutes. Um, it is a SNES. This is a SNES game he's handed me in, in the cart. Um, in the box. In the box, sorry. It looks exactly as terrible as it sounds. So there's <laughs> It's a, decent. I yeah. don't know what it is he meant to be a squirrel? Yeah. He looks like a Tails ripoff from Sonic that Edge. Oh, I guess so. He, he is uh, a cool... Little uh, squirrel, he's wearing sneakers. Yeah, he's got some sunglasses in his hand. He's, got he's, attitude. he's kneeling on some a collection of nuts, and there's an angry caterpillar in the background. Yeah, it's made by Ocean, who <laughs> make a lot of good platformer games. And actually, when I've done my research mm-hmm. on these games, there's lots of really good companies that I miss. Hudson Soft, you remember them? They had oh, yes. a logo of a V. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like they, they I think Capcom bought them over. And they had a huge building in Tokyo that Capcom took over. Um, But they they actually had their own console as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They had their own console. I can't remember what it was called, but um, looking into it, like they made fantastic platform games. Uh, I'm going to give you some of the ones that I also still regret buying. Hang on, sorry. I just want uh, the back of this box is uh, a little bit interesting. Yeah. So it says it's cold. It's really, really cold. <laughs> and you know what? It's getting colder. (laughs) The whole world has been cocooned in ice and snow by the Yeti, a gruesome beast with an icicle for a heart and quite appallingly bad breath. His plan is to create and rule a new frozen kingdom here on Earth. Thankfully, Mr. Nuts, Nuts with a Z, Super Squirrel, is about to turn up the heat. (laughs) Only he can prevent a new and permanent ice age. To help him on his way, he's got a lot of nuts. (laughs) A lot of guts. Yay! and one enormous tail. Brilliant. The temperature is dropping, but the heat is most definitely on. I don't even know what that means (laughs) (laughs) Right, what else you got? All right, so I'm gonna give you my snazzy ones first now. I don't know why I bought this This was like very cheap. This is like Mickey Mouse's magical quest because listen I remember these being good the Disney games were really 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 good a lot of the time they're made by Capcom by Konami by yeah. Hudson Soft, by like uh, and they're really good, really good platformers. Yeah. I played that for a little bit. It's okay. It's not great, but it's okay. Has has there been an over arcing team of you thought these games were better than they actually were when you played them? Uh no. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Half of them were shit. Right. Some of them were really good. Some of them were much better than I thought. This is one that was actually better than I thought it would be. See if you remember that one. So this is another SNES game. Super Adventureland. I do remember this. Island. Super Adventure Island, sorry. I do remember this. Yeah. Now, the thing that I noticed about these games, right? All these games, most of them, they're incredibly unforgiving. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of them don't have a save, you know, you're going, yeah, passwords and stuff. But this game, you get hit once you're dead. Really? Yeah. Like life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you've got three lives. You know, usually you're like, you're so used to I get hit three times at least, but like, and it puts you on edge. And it's really difficult, but, like, you're basically, like, this little caveman fella. Yeah. And you're going around throwing axes and stuff, and you can get on a skateboard sometimes, and it's very difficult, but, like, you know, it's very enjoyable. I know. Uh, Let's see. This is an old one I had. I just thought I'd bring this to to remind you. Yes. In a black, very cool-looking Super Nintendo game is Killer Instinct. Yeah. This was a... This is a game we played a lot of. Yeah. Really good... um, by rare. Yeah, by rare. Very really good three D fighter. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah. And or two and a half D fighter probably. Well yeah. it is two D to be honest. Right. But, but it the, the sprites are, you know, three yeah. D ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you remember when you bought that game originally, it was around Christmas time, you got a CD with it as well. Yes, yeah, with the songs. Yeah, and the songs are brilliant. I remember there was a the skeleton yeah, character on the Spinal. Spinal, yeah. 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 And I love the voices and I was playing that recently, and it's like every time I'm like, continue. it's like it's so like deep and but that's a really good game we played that I listened to that track so much yeah yeah uh, this is uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ so he has handed me another SNES game of the goof (laughs) truth which is a goofy game in the box now this is actually a pretty good puzzle game (laughs) okay now I'm trying to bite my tongue as I say that (laughs) But... um, You hate it, don't you? I don't particularly enjoy it. (laughs) It's not great. But look, it's made by Capcom. Yeah? Yeah? What does that mean? They make good games. I mean, at the time they were good, but this was released in 93. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's been 30 years now, man. That reminds me of something, actually. (laughs) The PlayStation 5's out this year. (laughs) Yeah. OK, well, look, when I was looking at how to tell that these games, that's a Hudson soft game. You See the adventure island. Yeah. But um, as I was looking to tell how some of these games are fake because some of them are very expensive. I um, oh, mean, the fakes are real. The, the real ones. Right. right. You know, and, um, you know, one of them was uh, you, uh, you have to open them up. Right. Yeah. And I've learned how to look at them inside. And you can tell, first of all, you can tell by the weight. The weight weight is always much heavier on a real car. And when you open it up, you have a big board that kind of goes up pretty much nearly the whole car. Right. The fake ones are about half the size. Right. And when you open it up, they just look cheaper. A lot of times they have a battery on the board, whereas the real ones don't always right? Um, but like one of them had like instead of 1993 it had 1999 three right okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like these little things Chinese knockoffs but as well as that on the back the nintendo logo yeah Um, the eye over the nintendo should always be square right fake ones for some reason tend to put a circle on it probably because it just has a font or type yeah of that uses yeah. And also the label. If you if you look at the font and the smaller writing on a label, yeah, it should be as sharp. Uh, you know, it should be sharp. It's not beveled, yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas yeah. the fake ones tend to be. But um, there's there's a couple of other things you can do as well to tell. But you have to open them up, and you need a tool to open up, which I got, but it was like two quid or something. Right, right. But, um, yeah. Sorry, I wanted to interrupt before you go on to the next uh-huh, one, uh-huh. just because you were talking about fakes and knockoffs and stuff like that. Yeah. So do you remember my little? Uh, Chronicles of trying to get my jacket refunded oh, yeah. was real. Dragon's Dojo. Yes, it arrived. Oh, it arrived three months after I ordered it, two months after I cancelled the order, yeah. and one month after I got a <laughs> refund on it. It arrived. I ordered a large. They gave a three XL. That's brilliant. But it fits actually. (laughs) Ah, fantastic. Uh, It's not a 3xl it it is a knockoff. The pictures aren't the same. Yeah. But it's actually quite cool. I actually quite like it. And I got it for free. Very good. Yeah, it's out there in the hallway. I'll show you later. (laughs) Actually that reminds me of a very funny story is that my friend Dave's wife, she wanted this camera because apparently like some types of disposable cameras have come into fashion again. Right. A specific one. And she apparently she got some banner up on some social thing she was on and like You should never do clicked on it and like went to this Chinese site or something. And she ordered the camera on the Chinese site. Right. Um, But anyway, didn't come. Yeah. But they did send something. What was the thing? Have a guess. What do you think she got instead of a camera? Um, I don't know. Film. A scarf. (laughs) 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 It's something. And we're all out of box speed some... <laughs> <laughs> lovely in july to yeah, receive a scarf in the exactly. night. Like, i think they got their money back too though, which is surprising i mean a lot of the time they don't you know those people are making plenty of money well off what they're selling you know they don't care they are yeah okay so this is another one this is another disney game made by virgin right jungle book yeah yes yeah. i remember this as it's well. quite good i mean they are good games you know yeah yeah and they're challenging the quick to pick up so you know i don't really have much else to say about that one but yeah i mean these were like these are pretty similar um across the board from those other cartoon style ones that we you know like aladdin and um, yeah lion king and stuff like that yeah. that we played where they looked like the thing which we loved at the time exactly because, you know the cartoon style worked pretty really yeah. well um and uh, I mean, these games were tough. They were tough. And like, that's what we said before, that the cartoon graphics don't really age. No, yeah, you know, so you can play them. This was the worst pick of the bunch. Right? <laughs> I don't know why about this. And I shouldn't have. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> it Krusty's Super Funhouse. Yeah. It, it is a Simpsons snares game. It's awful. It is awful. And it's it's just awful. It's really bad. It's, uh, he, uh, I can't say enough. Uh, it's just, I can't say anything about it. You have to like lead these mice out of an area. You play as Krusty. There's right. Bart in it who looks absolutely nothing like Bart. On the cover here, he's wearing a green t-shirt and blue shorts. Yeah. I don't know. It's terrible. And when he gets hit, you know, you'd accept him and go, <laughs> he goes, oh! <laughs> like, it's like just this man that's, shouting. That's They already have the library of the sounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was, it was, it's so cheap. I was like, I tried to convince myself to play it. I just couldn't after 10 minutes. Oh, so God. that was the worst pick of the bunch. Right. All right. I think this is, I'm, getting, I'm emptying up on my, uh, oh yeah, that's a surprise when I show you. But this one is, I don't know if you heard about this game, Parodius? No, it's a Konami game, a Sega yeah. game. I have no, no idea what it's. it's at uh you know, there's a grand brand of games called Cute 'em Ups. I didn't. Yeah, they're like shoot 'em ups, but they're like super cute characters. Very and Japanese style. Exactly. Right. And this game, I only got it today. It arrived in personal hotel. I haven't played it, but I looked at a lot of reviews on it. And basically, Parodius is a parody on the game Gradius. Right. Yeah. So they call it Parodius. But um, it you know you fight things like cats giant uh, mermaid women right. Um you you know it's just so wacky and so out of there I was like I have to play this it's so colorful so yeah the cover the cover has what looks like like your standard sort of protagonist from a sort of Japanese kind of game I assume that's the main character on it and the other character a cute little cat with a bandana with like uh, fish bones on it a penguin pirate um <laughs> A, what looks like a sushi chef octopus whose little mouth in the shape of a love heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What more can you want? And that's like one of those games I love because it's so Japanese. Um and this this is a game that I got in the box. Look at Ooh, Actually, it's great quality, isn't it? This one has been well looked after. Hasn't hasn't it? It. It's got some sort of extra plasticky yeah. thing that I don't recall. Yeah, Snake's game. It is Aladdin. Disney's yeah. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Wow, very cool. This looks good. Capcom as well. It looks very good yeah it is, a, it is a good game and then you get some of the music from the, from the movie as well but yeah I used to love those games so this is the last SNES game I have between the hit Disney song Wh- Whole New World and Friend Like Me exactly very cool do you know the weird thing is I don't know what it's to do with Robin Williams dying but I used to have that Aladdin soundtrack on Spotify and the songs where he sings are gone off the album oh really yeah maybe it's a it's a licensing thing yeah, maybe they had to do. It. Weird. He um, it was his, and it would have been his birthday day day, It would have been sixty nine, ah. and his daughter Zelda Williams yeah. uh, donated like sixty nine dollars to loads of homeless charities and stuff like that. Ah, okay. Um, the other day. that's to kind nice. of remember, Yeah, yeah. To kind yeah. of, I'm Yeah, we bring him up a lot on the podcast for some reason. Hey, yeah, he's. I mean, he was brilliant. You know, yeah. and he's a gamer. gamer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is the last NES game, and I only got this last week. It's very good, very good, and. Let's see. What on earth is this? The Legend of the Mystical Ninja. Oh, this is the one—the original going on. Yes, that's the original one on the SNES. He looks demented on it. And I I plugged it in, and at the start, they're like, hey, kid, Ying, blah, 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 blah. He's like, I'm with you, Dr. Yang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. because they changed it for the... (laughs) It makes absolutely no sense. But it is really cool. It's a 2D um, side-scrolling. Right. Um, you, you go into the town as well like you normally do you can like play mini games um, it's, it's a lot of fun it's challenging I haven't played it that much I probably played a couple of hours but it's very rare and I got it for a good price I got it for 27 sterling I imagine in a very short amount of time uh, this and the other going one game are going to be more valuable than what you paid for them. yeah yeah definitely I mean that's extremely rare the only the weird thing is a lot of Germans have old SNES games. Really? Yeah. And uh, But they, they, like, they don't seem to be UK versions, Irish versions, English versions. And like, in some of these games you can choose the language. Like I bought, um what a Tintin game that hasn't got yet, come yet, and that you can choose a language. But in this, you can't choose a language. Right. So you need to get the English one if you want to have English. And the, all the, pal ones were in german right so that was rare and that was a bidding one all the other ones are buying out so i was fortunate i got that so this is an english one you have here this is an english one. Okay, yeah, okay yeah and it's real i opened it up so it's it's a real a very thing. interesting i don't know yeah. maybe it's i don't know if it's a cultural thing or if more of them were shipped to germany at the time that. possibly i suppose maybe the population of germany so much more but um yeah that much food in the uk no, that's no, not. not. Oh, okay. No, you paid 65 million. Oh. Oh, actually, I don't know what it was in the 90s. Right. I have yeah. No idea. It was really cool because I actually saw they had it because I was looking up crappy platformers yeah. and they had the Asterix game, right? Oh, yeah. And I was looking at the back of the box and you know what it says? That's it's key. like, present this box at uh, Asterix World and get a free entry to the theme park. Oh, that's <laughs> and quite it, and cool. it was like, that until 1994 or something. <laughs> you know, it was like, can you imagine rocking up to like this theme park with a, a SNES box in your hand? Like, you know? and That's why they're all wrecked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just thought it was so cool. Like, you know, like you don't see stuff like that anymore. No, yeah. No one kind of gives you those sort of things. Yeah. Although I saw, um, because it's 10 years of, I think 10 years of the PlayStation 4 is like PSN kind of network or whatever. Um, they are, maybe it was not PlayStation 4, maybe just 10 years of PSN. They were giving 10 quid to people around the world who had like PlayStation accounts for ages and stuff. Oh, they oh. crediting their account with oh, 10 that's quid. brilliant. Yeah. So you get a 10 euro, 10 pound or $10 to make Cool. What did Do you get it? No uh what random people yeah, i i think they pick people randomly i think people, like mining is currently expired so i don't ah, think they're going to give it to me anyway now ah, okay. i don't know if you have to have it all the way through right but i mean you know if you get that if you do play a lot of games or the psn thing you do get like demos and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. that's, that's true that's pretty cool if that they do is. give you that yeah and actually nintendo emailed me a survey this morning because mm. i got uh, i bought duke nukem 3d right on the switch and they were asking what i thought about it and the game me like points for doing oh, the survey. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a pretty. It's it's not a great game, but it's decent. Like you know, there's not many first-person shooters on it. Um, so but I'm enjoying playing that. You know, when, yeah. And one very long Skype calls at work that I don't need to be on, but I have to be on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, so look, I don't have much left here. I have a couple of N64 games, and I'm just gonna whip them out quickly because you know, I guess it's kind of ruined if people can't see them as well. Right. Yeah. But remember this classic. So that's this is Lylat Wars yeah. or as it's known in lots of places Star Fox 64 is it yeah a lot of people I mean, don't okay. don't know what's called Lylat Wars I don't know I don't know which region it is called whatever but for us it was always Lylat Wars yeah. but like it was Star Fox on the SNES and then it was also Star Fox afterward yeah so i think it is weird that this is called Lylat Wars that was the game first game that came with the rumble pack yes i remember you got hit and one went. yeah yeah but um really cool game really enjoyable game still very playable so i'm enjoying that this is a platformer and it's, I think I told you about it, Mischief Makers. No, n is and N64 game as well, yeah. Mischief Makers, yeah. I don't know, I don't yeah. really know this at all. Apparently quite rare in the US, but uh, there was plenty of PAL versions available. All these games are paid less than 20 quid for, but um, yeah, I, it, it, it's, it's good. Um, oh, I should say, sorry, before we get into all these N64 games, this is what I bought. if you guess what that is I think you know pretty easily (laughs) it looks like it is a uh, little converter so you can play N64 games via HDMI yes very cool it's called the Retro Tink 2X Pro Retro Tink if you want to give me some kickbacks I'm available but anyway um, yeah it was was so the weird thing was right it works with all a lot of any, any old console that has that RGB composite cables yeah so you can use it for your SNES, you can use it for your Nintendo, for your wow. N64. I use it for all that stuff. But um, uh, it, it's pretty good. But the thing was that it was sold from like resellers. And like there was one in Europe and I was like, oh, okay, where's these guys going to be? They're in Ireland. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think it's Sligo. Um, this is made in USA. Yeah, well, they had a reseller in Europe anyway. Um, and it's a retro game store. Wow now it's it's only it's only like they don't sell games or anything, they sell like equipment for you to get your old stuff running. Right, right. But they're right. pretty cool. I can't remember what they're called now, but that but was, it was expensive though. It was like a hundred quid. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess this I mean this looks it kinda looks like it's something that somebody who knows who's pretty tech savvy could make themselves. Yeah. But I don't know anywhere else that does this kind of thing. So yeah. that's that's pretty cool. And that's the second one. The first one didn't have a casing on it. It was like oh, just exposed, the, yeah, exposed card, board, yeah. Bored, so right. I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been using for my SNES and n sixty-four gaming. And um, this is a classic game. Diddy Kong Racing? Yeah. You were talking about this in WhatsApp a couple of <laughs> weeks ago. It's fabulous. It's really, really good. And like the thing, there's this elephant character and he's a genie. Yes, I remember him, yeah. And he's so stereotypically like Indian that it's kind of cringy. Like he's like, a little offensive. You're a little offensive. He's like, select your vehicle. And then he's like, uh, till next time, my friend. It <laughs> he's, uh, but it's, uh, it's a really enjoyable game. You could go through the cart the hovercraft and the plane. Yeah. You know, which is and it was by Rare again, Rare but knocked it out of the park in those series of games and those uh those year you know the the that generation of consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they made so many good games. But Diddy Kong Racing was a real uh treasure and it's very, very good. So, you know I Rare seemed seem to handle the uh early steps of three D very well. They did. Very, very yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have the old unlimited budget from Nintendo for uh, Donkey Kong Country so you know, it's a great. Thing. game. Yeah. Um okay, I don't know if you remember this one. Castlevania, yes, I yeah. Do. yeah. I think we rented that before and I was like, I remember it vaguely, and it was like going for a chip, so you know I sort of picked it up. Is this fake? This looks smaller than the others. What does this this Castlevania cartridge? Oh same size. Okay, yeah, no, it's the same. I don't know why. Something about it looks different. I haven't examined that one to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it looks like it's a com- more compressed or something, like it's narrower the picture. Yeah, well I guess that that's just, just yeah. I must look at that. I must open that up and look at it. To be honest, I don't really care if this one's fake. I'm not buying this because I'm you know Yeah. yeah. The other ones I would care if I paid a lot for like on. Yeah. Um but this one was relatively cheap. But this is so so difficult. It's like and you start the game and like, like within a second you're finding this giant skeleton and like yes. yeah, yeah. It's it was very it's extremely difficult. I always thought that these games, and there was a, like a, a 3D Castlevania, I mean think there's a couple, but I always thought like Devil May Cry became what I assumed these games would become. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, like they're very different, but you know, you know what I mean? Because like mm. there's like the, the fifth Devil May Cry came out there recently, and or was it the sixth? If you don't count the DMC one, yeah, um, you know, which is just they're they're really well loved and stuff like that, um. But Castlevania's kind of disappeared. It has, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I always thought that that's like that seemed like the natural place for it to go. They should have sped it up, and made it a bit more whatever. But I guess that it's a very different game, then, isn't it? Yeah, it is, and it's it's extremely challenging. You know, like it's it's not really to do with your skill at like using the whip or anything like that. Yeah, it's to do with trying to stay alive, and like the health is scarce. You know, yeah. scarce and you know, like save points are jotted around in certain places and, and like, that's the one thing that I don't really enjoy about retro gaming is fact if you die, like, you're either screwed or you yeah. have to like go way back and do it all over again. Um, very unforgiving so you have to be prepared because it can be frustrating. That game's frustrating to play. I remember um I was playing, this was year's ago, I was playing Final Fantasy VIII and there's a bit, if anybody knows, to get the summon Bahamut mm. where you have to go in, you have to fight like three of these big dragon characters that are quite tough and, you know, and then you go in and you fight Bahamut himself. And then I just got him and I wanted to use him. So I just went and I just went to the first place I could. First bit of, you know, random enemy encounter spot was a forest. And I ran around to try and summon them and use them. And it just happened to be a back attack. They were both those cock trees enemies. Oh yeah. They turned Two of my party members to stone immediately. Oh no. Uh, I was trying to run away, turned, and then it turned the oh. turtle to stone. I had to go and redo the entire thing again. Again, just Sometimes old games could do that, which is like, it wasn't fair. Yeah. Like, these are one hit kill enemies on me, and they got to the go first. Yeah. You know, but yeah. pure chance. So, um, like, it is a bit annoying. Some games are a bit too easy. You do want a bit more of, of that challenge. Um, but I mean, like, you know, you know, there are difficult games where you can enjoy that challenge without it being, oh, there's a save point every few seconds. Like, that shouldn't be the challenge. shouldn't be able to go there. It should be the sense of achievement of doing something. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, some of these games, they, they're they pretty frustrating. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's I don't recommend people play Castlevania. It's, it's <laughs> very tough. Um, Okay, so I only have two left. Right. Now, this is, you're going to know what this is. Donkey Kong 64. Look how good quality that box is. This looks pretty good. Included on this box is the expansion pack. Yeah, and it is included. Pack is spelled in a cool way without the letter C. Yeah. Because 90s. <laughs> yeah. I never played this game. I don't think I did either. Yeah, but I will. I but don't think it's meant to be. CEX had that and I was amazed like, at the quality of the box. So there's obviously some collectors or, you know, someone who... Yeah, maybe... I mean, you never know it well. right? Maybe somebody just when they were done with it, put it in the box and then yeah. just put it in the attic for exactly. a couple of years. That's what I, That's what I think. I think I was watching a video on this, and I think as you're going around, you can switch between the different characters. Yeah. Um. So it's like Donkey Kong, Diddy, Cranky. I think. Yeah. Or maybe a Cranky one of them. Uh, it's like an orangutan character or something. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think it just. I think it's meant to be okay, but yeah, I, I think it's just their first foray into 3D is probably not going to be the greatest, and they went back to 2D then, for modern generations, so. That is true, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, some of these games, they, you know, like this looks most like Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. You know, Banjo-Kazooie yeah. was a far, far better game. Yeah. yeah, and that's a rare game as well. Yeah, and Banjo-Kazooie, and also they had a similar game, remember Conquer? Conquer, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Conferday. Do you remember that game? I never played it, but we I remember it. We never played it, but like that goes for like 130, 40, 50 quid. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a bit mad because like... It's an adult game. It's an adult game on the N64 yeah. released in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many did I make? Why did I make that? Game? I know. And actually, I'll tell you about the next time I'm doing a podcast that I may have got my hands in a very rare game for a very good price. Some of these games go for like 1,500 euro. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Out of this world... Go to um, Akibara in Japan, in Tokyo. Yeah. They, like, they've got those like old games or those old consoles stuff like that. Thousands, really? thousands are locked That's away. Crazy, yeah. I'd love to go to Japan. I was watching that Metal Jesus rocks and like they had a Japan trip, and they're going on like a gaming kind of spree yeah. and like they're picking up game like special edition Game Cubes for like five bucks and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. cheap and like oh, this is Japan. What the hell? Well, this is the thing is that that stuff sells so well over there because there's so many of them. Gaming's a much bigger culture over there than it yeah. is, you know, in the West. Um, so loads don't have it, and also just they're the kind of cultures they just look after things really well. Yeah, they're yeah, really yeah. clean, they're really organised, and yeah. they look after stuff. So when the tech is done. They will like just wrap it up and clean it and then they bring it to these shops. And then you know, you I've seen I've been in, in Japan, I've been in those places where you just see like all these Game Boys and they're all different colours and they're all in their plastic. And yeah, you're like, are these new? Yeah. You know, they, they look, look like them. they are, but yeah. they're they're not. They're ones that people played and they returned yeah. them and stuff. And yeah, you know, you're just like, you know, this huge, insane library of all these ones released over the years and these yeah. slight differences in them, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. And actually, like I, I what I was telling you yesterday. The, the fact that the Super Famicom, which is a Japanese Super Nintendo, yeah, you can play that on a PAL. Mm-hmm. You can play all the Japanese games on a PAL SNES. It's the only thing is that the cartridges has different grooves in it, so it doesn't fit in. Right. So you can like modify a console to do that. So you know, I you know, when you go, like you know, definitely pick up some games, you yeah, know, some cheap games. But um, you know, you can get a lot of the a lot of games that are rare in like Europe and America are. Very, uh, ve- very much available in Japan by ZBrush yeah. and stuff. So you have to look at the runs and the prints and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, the last game I have is a very interesting game. Right. And it's quite rare. Quite <laughs> rare. Okay. Now, Mrs. Newman has been a collector for two weeks. Yeah. But it is anyway. I got this from CDX. Would you believe? Resident Evil Two on yeah. the N64. Can you believe that? Wow. Now. This is special. This is special because number one, it was released towards the end of the life of that console. Yeah, and if you remember that game on the, on the PlayStation, it was on two discs, the Leon and the Claire disc. Yeah, yeah, they have it on one cartridge there on the N sixty four. Wow, wow, and you know, which was like the big thing between PlayStation and, yes, and Nintendo. Exactly, you know that they were saying now some of the sound is not as good quality as the the PlayStation version, but um, it's a really good. Version, the quality, the graphics are very good. I don't know. Are they better than PlayStation? They look better to me. Right. But um, it was just it was because nobody bought that game on the N64 because they had Playstations. Everyone had Playstations around that. Yeah. It was at the end of the life of the N64. They're waiting for the next console to the yeah, generation. Yeah. So it's quite rare. Wow, yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. Have you you got played this yet? Yeah, I played it, yeah. That's pretty yeah. really cool. That's good. Um and I was looking at the police station again, you know, and I was like, Oh, the, uh, I remembered how they changed stuff. Yeah, because you, you know? did the remix Yeah, the exactly, yeah. yeah. But it's uh it's very good. But Leon, he just looks terrible in it. This little like curtain. <laughs> yeah, his split hair, like you know. at the F M V sequences he just looks so terrible. But like, you know That was groundbreaking. It at was the groundbreaking time. back then. But um excellent game. Um, I so can't believe this game is uh, 15s, I thought it was 18s. Yeah, I don't know. I, remember, I see it's quite heavy as well. Yeah. Right? I remember Mom when we got this game because our cousin Tony yeah. showed us, I think I was 6, showed us all when he first got Resident Evil 1. Yeah. He scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And he terrified of zombies for years. Yes. Yeah, and then we got Resident Evil 2, but I still loved the games. Yeah. You know? yeah. Even though I was so scared of them. And then Ma wouldn't let me watch. You play Resident Evil Two, uh, and I didn't watch it like, the first—I don't know—like six hours of the game. You know, of, of you playing it and stuff yeah. like that. Then I got to watch like, a little bit of it afterwards. So I kind of missed this one. Yeah, and then I got, and then I played Tree, then and then the rest of onward and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I I kind of like skipped this one in a way. Like I saw, I knew bits about it. I saw parts of it, but I didn't get to experience it all the way through. You know, mm. as a kid, like yeah. I did all the others. Yeah. But um, yeah, really good game. And, you know, I was amazed to see it on the N64. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, so. they had a weird, um, Resident Evil kind of weird kind of release with some of these games and the way they were releasing them. And with you know, uh, cause I think on the, on the GameCube, <clears throat> they did the, uh, what you call it? The Resident Evil One remake. The, yeah. That was the first one had the Crimson oh, Skulls. In that's it. right, yeah, yeah. I don't think that was ever on a PlayStation also. No, I don't think so. Yeah, which yeah. is a bit weird. But then everything else was on, you know, PlayStation kind of mainline ones. And there's yeah. also a thing they had with Resident Evil Three, it wasn't meant to be the third one. It was meant to be Code Veronica and everything. Oh yeah. So I remember it was that. uh yeah, so quite of an odd thing. So this it is so odd that this game came out on the air. Isn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't expect it, especially at the end of the life cycle of the console. But like uh, when I was looking at a lot of this kind of retro gaming, I I was reminded of that. Do you remember that Pocket Station? Do you remember that? That sounds familiar. It was like this little kind of like it looked like a Tamagotchi and like it would help you to play your games kind of offline and have little mini games and stuff on it. Or it was like basically an addition that maybe we were at school or something. You could still do something in the game. Now, it was all like, you know, like an analog digital kind of right. crap yeah and like it was only released in Japan but um, you could there was one European game that you could play on it right guess what it was um European know. game As yeah in released in Europe or made by European developers a PAL version of the game that you could right release. right oh, I don't know uh, Final fancy. yep Really? Final Fantasy VIII, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. So now, I, th- I don't know, you had this little Chocobo in it or something, and you did something with it, but I remember, I'd completely forgotten about the Pocket Station until recently, but something else that was really cool that I was looking about retro gaming. you remember, like games like Time Crisis? Yeah. Like on games, they're completely gone now. Yeah. You know, And but there's a reason for that as well. That technology, you have to have old TVs.
1: Really? CS
0: something TVs. CRT? Yes. They don't work on modern TVs, HDMI TVs, for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's mad. Yeah. So, uh, remember with Resident Evil Survivor? Yeah. That one with the gun. That was shy. Yeah, I was <laughs> shy. You know, there's a whole range of like Resident Evil games in between where they are played with like those kind of guns. Really? Yeah. No, oh. never knew that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple in like the arcades or something. I don't. I don't know if they were kind of made to be arcades and that some were ported and stuff like right, that. Oh, okay. I've just seen gameplay of these like bad graphics ones or like tyrants stumbling towards you and stuff <laughs> and it's just he's coming know, right for us yeah and you're just like you know bullet sponges just like 300 bullets into like rapid fire and yeah. you're still coming towards like is this fun yeah <laughs> like, yeah there's no indication he's getting hurt or you're winning or doing anything yeah but that was I remember time crisis when we got that first it was like it was so cool yeah yeah I you know it was just amazing that was good fun yeah um, that's the end of your bag of games that's the end of my bag of tricks Yeah. so how many gig you regret out of about twenty? Krusty's fun house I absolutely regret. (laughs) What else? Uh... Castlevania. Castlevania I don't regret because I wanted to remember how hard it was and I didn't pay much for it. I don't regret much else. Goof troop possibly, Mr. Nuts. That's it. Okay. Yeah. But um yeah, there's a really cool collecting scene. So you know, I'm uh, I'm in on that now. Are you? Yeah. But um I no, I mean, like I said, I'm not a hardcore collector, you know, but it's, it's always cool if you see a rare game and like you pick it up and you get it for a reasonable price. Yeah, um, well, no, I think this is quite cool. I do think on some of these, maybe give a little bit of wipe down because there's some like sticky bits in the back of them. Like, yeah, like, yeah, no, I know. A new strand of hair, which, you know, I don't know if that was uh, came from your house or from when you bought it in the shop, but nah, it made so, me feel ill. <laughs> well, it's at least 72 hours old now, so you know, you've no chance to get anything off it. I just find it revolting. Somebody else there stuck to some revolting. You can't even can drink a pint glass.
1: No pints the are fine. Thing I've ever milk. Heard. I don't
0: like oh <laughs> milk. Yeah, but you are the only one drinking. <laughs> oh, but it's all stained. But you are drinking from it. Yeah, but I'm disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird thing. Um, so there's no quiz this week. No, fortunately, um, I've my quiz cards in London. <laughs> uh, about the Ditchroom while I awake. Someone's just like, nope, didn't play that. You didn't play that. So there's no point asking a question about it. Um, but anyway, so thank you, everybody, for listening, unless you've got anything else. No, I don't. Um, I don't know what we're going to do next. Um, but yeah, maybe we should put like the email address in the description of the podcast <laughs> rather than doing it at the end. in yes. guess we lose people during it, you know. Uh, but if you do. Uh, no one's left. <laughs> yeah. You know, but if you do have any questions or comments or how we can improve the show, and um, let us know. The email address is press the action button pod at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, and you know, I'll be filling people in on more of my retro gaming uh, enjoyments. Um I have a possibly r- very rare game coming tomorrow. Well, th- next week, right? If it's gonna come, and right. if it's real, right? Okay. You know, okay. so we'll see. Well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to seeing that and stuff. And, that, and the inevitable fact of new being like. Yeah, actually, it's not really that good. Uh, (laughs) It's not about... This one isn't about it being good. It's about how rare it is. I've seen this game come up on, like, rare Nintendo 64 lists over and over and over again. Right, wow. So, you know... I don't know either, audience, so he's not just keeping you in the dark. Exactly. Don't tell me. All right. Well, yeah, we'll reveal it on the next episode. Mm -hmm. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you. And be safe out there. (laughs) Bye-bye.